Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Do you think guys still get calf implants? How much are calf implants? Do you That's a good question. Do you have the answer over there, Chris? Yeah. The usual price for calf implants is $5,500. Not bad. Is that per calf, though? Can you only get one calf implant <laughs> at a time if that's all you can afford? <laughs> like put the other one on layaway? <laughs> Leg away? <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. I, I don't judge your parenting. It's not my place. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Appreciate that. Have you ever made one of your children cry while playing Uno? I believe you mean taught them about valuable lesson that life sometimes hands you disappointment and you draw four cards at a time. At Mahoney. Uh, it's been three weeks, Mahoney. Uh, you've avoided me. You're not paying. You owe the big Mahoney. How much are you betting on Korean baseball, brother? A lot. <laughs> you need some help, man? <laughs> no. This is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, Audrey, we are in trouble. Why? Uh, the risk of dementia may be three times higher amongst adults with ADHD. Oh, sh- <laughs> oh, oh boy. Cool. So I already forget stuff. <laughs> yeah. So a new study suggests that adults oh, with no. ADHD are three times more likely to develop dementia than other adults. Treatment with uh, ADHD medication appears to reduce the risk of dementia in ADHD patients. So, no, wait a second, though. This sounds like Big Pharma at work. They're like, you need more Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, do you want to just not get dementia? How about you start medicating yourself right now? The uh, the study emphasizes the importance of discussing symptoms of ADHD in old age with physicians and considering appropriate treatments to reduce dementia risks. So what that means is that you and I are going to be wheeling around some nursing home so, all geeked out on Adderall. Hold up. Yahoo! We're going to race. You know, I got a, I got a, I got a problem. I got a problem with this story because, like, two weeks ago, we never covered a story that I uh, put into our prep oh. about another cure for dementia. Go on. Is it masturbation? Yes. I knew Much it was better. Be masturbation. Much better than <laughs> masturbation over medication. Could you imagine you being an ADHD person, medicated so you're focused while masturbating. You just have a mission and you <laughs> nonstop. You're only, you're legit just focused. I'm just saying there's certain, uh, you, know, you know, there's, uh, I just wonder why we didn't cover that one. Yet we're covering Big Pharma, Dave. Mm-hmm. You've been paid off? Yes. You dope sick of us? Yeah. No, stop it. I'm for sale. Oh. Oh, yeah, I got paid off. I'll split it with it. you. Shut up. Uh, some good news today as well. Uh, it is about damn time that Amazon starts cracking down on fake reviews. Yeah. Uh, Amazon is leading a coalition with major e-commerce platforms like Booking.com and Expedia and Glassdoor, TripAdvisor, Trustpilot to combat fake online reviews. Uh, the the name coalition for trusted reviews uh, has been getting more and more support from bigger brands, and it's totally necessary. Like Absolutely. the last thing you want is to be buying things that are pieces of crap when there is a responsibility. I think of these platforms to verify that these reviews are actually from people. A hundred percent. Luckily, there's a uh, there's a new plugin for if if you're a Firefox user like me. There's actually plugins that do this as well. Oh. But seeing that Amazon's like trying to do this internally, but it's just. I have Amazon doesn't really have a whole lot of what's the word uh, motivation to, to do this on their own. I yeah. would say because here's the thing: when you see something, it, it's not going to affect their sales. No, because they've got a monopoly when it comes to almost everything yeah. at this point. So uh, you know, th- we'll see. I hope so. So there's companies out there that sell fake reviews to other companies. So basically there's businesses that are operating right now that you can go to and be like, hey, I want a whole bunch of 
fake five-star reviews for my company. Spot farming. And that's exactly what it is. And so they're going after those companies, Good. which makes sense, right? Because yep. like those are the ones that are creating these tens of thousands or millions even uh-huh. of fake reviews on a regular basis. And if you look at our uh, reviews on the Apple iTunes store, we 4.9. 4.9. Yeah, that's how you know it's not a fake because it would be a per- if it was a perfect 5.0. Who we- the hell did not give us a five? You're going to sit there and listen to our podcast and be like four stars. It was probably a one. No, it was a, I think it was a so one bad. star. A one we star. Got, we got one one star. Who was it? I don't know. We got tracked. Did you down. delete it? No, you can't. Delete it. You can't. You can't. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. I know I really shouldn't let this affect me. You know, we've been real annoyed with Jada Pinkett Smith. You're rolling out all of these terrible things about her relationship with Will Smith, and she just feels like she's exploiting her family, exploiting and him her family, and throwing him under the bus. A you're like crappy person. It's it's like that's not a casual relationship. Like you guys share kids together that are obviously old enough to understand what's going on here, and like you saying all of these really terrible things about what you know you have been you have been saying for decades was the love of your life. Uh, and she's a gaslighter. Yes, she has gaslighted uh, the entire family, really, including her mother and the. Those uh, red table talks or whatever they're called. The kids, the kids, it's the just whole, so and, bad. and to everyone believing that like she's just this woke, strong feminist woman. All you did actually was manipulate your family into thinking that your anti-monogamy stance is healthy. And all you actually were doing the entire time was either cheating or you know creating turmoil within I don't know uh, Will Smith's brain the entire time. Like he literally, I would say quite honestly, ruined his career on national television for you and the way you're repaying him is by saying, well, we weren't even well, actually together and on at that time. on top of that, like, again, I have no problem Gross. if you guys are swingers, you do whatever you want. But right. when you come out here and you say, you, you you know, you've been separated, you've been faking it, you don't care about any of this, all it shows is that you've been with him because he's famous, he's rich, and you've been using those to your advantage to make you seem... You're you using know, the last to, name to your advantage. Yep, Exactly. Everyone remembers that exact moment on that red table talk when she told him about how she'd been cheating on him mm-hmm. and that look on his face. And you're just like, why would you do that for clicks to somebody that you care about to make Gross. the world watch this? Ew. If it's even if it was fake, you're hurting somebody yeah. that has loved you that you share children with. Like, just be better. I mean, I hate using these buzzwords, but it is what it is. She's a narcissist. And she's a gaslighter. I mean, she did that specifically because she has no, she has no feelings for Will, and she has no feelings or care for other people's feelings. It's all about Jada. Yep. But it feels like it's kind of the same thing with Britney Spears right now, with what she's doing with Justin Timberlake. We talked about that whole thing with the abortion and everything else, but then she also included in her book that Justin Timberlake was cheating on her. You're like, that's 20 years ago. Well, the the, re- the real, the, the original rumors when he rewind it back 20 years ago was that she was the one who was stepping out. Oh, yeah, because she that's what Crimea River was and that's And that's why, you know, I mean, again, you saw that he whole slept, She cheated album. on uh, JT with one of her background dancers. Yeah. And so now that she's trying to throw him under the bus, it's just it's just like you're, you're just dragging up things that don't necessarily need to be talked about. And you're putting a guy who's moved on. His well life past is totally you. different. He's married to somebody else. Kids, they have two kids together. Yeah. Like, stop it, man. Like, and your just, kids hate you. <laughs> it's it, it, again, it feels so pathetic to try to sell books at somebody else's expense that you shared love with. Yep. You know, and like most of us don't have a platform like that, right? Where it's going to be like, oh, you know, if I start talking about my exes, it's going to mess up their life. But when you're talking about celebrities of that caliber, like it does affect their well, lives significantly. Th- if, you, if you're at the point where you can sell a book, 
because you want the salacious. There's people out there who want the salacious material, want to read about it. That's when you know it's not for like, I'm, I'm having a conversation, but I'm looking to, you know, twist the knife. Well, here's my biggest problem. I don't like her saying that about Justin Timberlake and her and like the abortion or whatever. Like, that's pretty horrible. But what's even worse is her posting that photo of her on that book. Like, she still looks like that. <laughs> you liar. <laughs> like, you are such a liar, You're, man. That, that was like you that. when you were 25. You were dancing with knives. What <laughs> like, are you talking dude, about? Dude, wipe your mascara. You are not qualified to be a uh, hibachi chef. <laughs> Put them knives down, lady. This is David Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. You know, to be on a TV show, I would like to be one of the bodies on CSI or something like that. Or maybe, you know, on Star Trek, one of the people who was working at the panel and get blown up when the ship gets hit and the big sparks fly. Message deleted. I like that you have very attainable goals. You're like, I just want to be an extra that gets murdered in a scene. I'm trying to think there's a radio guy who was a body on, I don't know if it was CSI, but it was one of those. I remember something like that. Like, didn't they try to... Like, that was their big thing. Like, they had a, their, a life goal to be a dead body on CSI because they were a fan of that show, <laughs> yeah. which is pretty hilarious. That is funny. I would not want to be a dead body on any show because it's like they you every body you look at, even if it, you're just like, ugh. Like, they're always... It's Blue. Because you're... Gray. And you're just naked. Yeah. And you're always. nude, and you're like, the, the you know, especially, like, if it's an HBO show, yeah. and you see genitalia. You could, like, ask for, like, a prosthetic. Yeah. No, they're not. They're going to be like, sir, we don't. No. <laughs> have you guys been an extra on a show or movie before? No. No, but I don't have a desire to be well, either. I guess yeah, we've miserable. been on a couple reality shows as like a host of like events and stuff. See, like we've been I on. Think that's different. Uh, I, I feel like this. that's different. So we were uh, we were featured prominently on the, uh, the the season finale of the Real World back when the Real World on MTV was super popular. Uh, <laughs> they, when they returned to Las Vegas, they returned to Las Vegas. They did it at the Hard Rock, and they came into the studio to do an interview with us. And it was a pretty lengthy interview, and they kept a big chunk of it. Now, I wasn't watching the real world at that time because I'd fallen off, mm-hmm. but I was getting calls and texts from people all over the country like, oh, my God, I just saw you on MTV, on MTV yeah. and it was the you know season finale, and it was a really big deal. And what I really love about this story <laughs> is that you know Mahoney and I did the interview, and they totally cut Mahoney out of the entire thing. And, and it's it was because, the season finale. It's because he had this awful mustache, I think. It was a handlebar it mustache. Was like a handlebar mustache. Ass. I remember that and mustache. They, they that totally was... eliminated every single shot of him. They looked at that <laughs> photo or the video footage of you, Mahoney, and said, yeah, because yeah. this is going to ruin the entire mustache. season if we conclude this. All morning long, Mahoney would just twirl the end of that mustache when he had no, it. No, no, so. this wasn't. This wasn't like the uh, the Victorian era mustache. This oh, was like it. a straight, like Fu Manchu handlebar. Gross. Oh, Did you do that better. on purpose? Even better. I just was rocking it at that point in time in my life because we had to, we, oh, we, no. we did we did a we did a uh, like a bar night uh, oh. and we did like dollar shots or dollar. PBR tall boys, dollar shots of Jägermeister, and then so I'd always wear so that's like the vibe. and we called it the white trash bash. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's so the I vibe. like ro- rolling out there with like sleeveless shirts and that, so that mustache. But I loved it. I love that mustache so much, and I loved having it. And my wife made me get Trying rid of it. Trying to envision uh, you with back. just the handlebar mustache here, it, and I feel like it's giving racist. Like I feel like you can't do that. You uh, just you, can't do it. You would certainly be like one of those cops that turns <laughs> off your body camera. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. So you keep the keep the beard, dude. Yeah, the good. beard's better. Yeah. Yeah. Keep the beard. Arg. 
Karens. I used to think the reputation was an urban myth, but now after dealing with one, I can see that it is true. Karens are so difficult. Message deleted. See, but here's the thing about Karens is that everyone believes that you are dealing with a Karen if you are not being the Karen. Karens have become self-aware, <laughs> or not even self-aware. They, 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 they believe that they are the victims and everything and that the other people are the Karens. I feel like there is a spectrum to a Karen as well. Uh-huh. There is a simple complaint, and I feel like that's fine. That's not a Karen. That's not a Karen. No, it's you not. Sh- you have a, an ability as a consumer to complain about something right. if you so choose. If that does I not make you, you a Karen. If I paid you for a service and you have done this service very poorly. Yeah, man. I can complain. Dude, I'm going to complain. So You see what's I, happening, Chris? This happens every time that Karen's been brought up on the show now. You and I. Oh, Mahoney and Aaron. Mahoney, Aaron. Mahoney and Audrey start morphing into one into giant one Karen. Giant Karen. Oh, my wife a Karen, huh? Is that what you're... She would be on board with slip. this conversation. She would also be on board with this conversation. So, Dude. my... My best friend, uh, my best my best female friend back in St. Louis. Better she, than your wife? Best female friend. Yeah, yeah. That's, Wait, my wife is my best like friend. Oh, okay, got it. So, but that's there's subcategories. <laughs> okay, got it. You split it in there. <laughs> she went to buy a car. She had a cash price given to her. Mm-hmm. And uh, she went to go buy the car. They tried to raise it $4,000. And she's paying cash. Yeah. They tried to talk her into financing, do all this, like, shady, you know, typical, like, just garbage stuff that why a lot of people don't like car dealers. So when you find a good one, you stick with them. So she was just like, she went online and wrote a review about that. And somebody from that car dealership in St. Louis called her a Karen for it. Wow. And I'm well, like, if you've got a cash what, what? price, I'm coming in to pay cash. And then you try to change that. Yeah, I don't like, I see, again, I That's don't like Karen that. You don't, you don't get to call somebody a Karen if they are doing something that like is quite honestly appropriate. Like in that in that sounds scenario, like that sounds you can complain and mm-hmm. be respectful. Dude, There's a difference. I will Karen all day long. I know. But, but it know. doesn't, me complaining doesn't make me a Karen. Mm. Okay. Me like flipping over a table because I didn't get ice in my tea, that's a Karen. You done. <sighs> Dave, I'm trying to just really make it One make sense. out of five stars. <laughs> this matters to me. So what are you going to wear for Halloween? Sexy astronaut? Sexy maid? I'm not talking to Audrey. I'm talking to you, Dave, in those hot bald knees of yours. Message deleted. Hot bald knees. Aren't you going to be Luigi or something? I'm going to be Luigi with hot bald knees. (laughs) But I mean, do Luigi's knees show? No, we've never seen Luigi in shorts. He's always in overalls. I'm just going to cut out the, uh, the knee part. So you can see my hot bald knees. I mean, I think I don't, like that pl- don't plumbers wear knee pads too sometimes? Just because you know you're you're sure. spending so much time down on your knees. On your knees, you know, yeah. Because yeah. I do would need not, support. Like I don't like just need a floor. Mm-mm, no, that's not, not a that. place for me. So you get bald knees. <laughs> Be on the Dave and Mahoney show by leaving a voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY. So, Audrey, you think that you have long COVID, and you think that you've had long COVID for a long time. Yeah, you're bald. Yeah, bald. (laughs) Well, it doesn't help that I got them bleached, so I look extra bald. (laughs) Old baldry strikes again. But uh, this is is kind of a bummer. Uh, There was a study, I mean, because they're still figuring out all of this stuff, right? Because yeah. it just hasn't been that long since so gathering the, the information. pandemic happened. Uh, but research now suggests that the remnants of the COVID-19 virus may remain in some patients' guts for months, contributing to long COVID symptoms. And it makes you sad. Well, Aww. okay, we've talked about this. It's been some years. But I brought to the table a study that I had found about how your gut health is 
literally directly linked to your mental health. Yep. And how we have been kind of medicating in the wrong places and spaces. Like if you're taking care of your gut health, just like with, you know, this COVID study is saying, if you're taking care of your gut, you're taking care of your brain. Yeah. So what do we do now? COVID's attacking our our sads so and our it, happies? It, it basically is triggering a drop in serotonin levels. And <sighs> we know that serotonin is so important to having any sort of elevated mood. And they're talking about symptoms like fatigue and brain fog and memory loss. And you're like, man, a lot of that stuff sounds pretty familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. That's... That stinks because then how do you know one way or another if it's long COVID, if it's COVID symptoms, or if it's actually just something that you're needing to handle because you have a mental health issue. Right. Or your your or your diet is right. garbage your diet and you're poor. not moving. Yeah. You know, all there's so many just factors. It's just man, like can't it just can't can't it just be easy to be happy? <laughs> right. Come on. I wish. Well, we gotta put work in. BS. It's kind of like being in shape, you know. Like, isn't it? Why does, See, but why does it have to be no, such a pain but in life the ass? ruins us to this. In 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 some regards, at least like in my regard, I will say I can't speak for other people. But like, I was in I was in great shape. I was always happy as a young kid, yeah, and a teenager, and then the horrors, and then and then, <laughs> and, then, and, then and then adulthood, <laughs> and it's been horrible since. Yeah. <laughs> like as a child, I didn't need to drink three glasses of scotch every night just to, to quiet the pain. Yeah, like what do you mean I have to wake up and actually take first of all my medicine and then caffeinate myself to where yeah. I can actually like exist throughout the rest of my day? What the hell, man? That's and what- I'm bald. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we also fondly look back at our childhood. We would just spring out of bed in the morning, ready to go With seize no the day. With no aches or pains? No. Why no, so lubricated as a child? Just ready to go at all times. So creepy. Dave. Dave and, and Mahoney. There is a certain, person, a certain person, so vile, so arrogant, a middle ground between horrible and useless, a culinary and retail nightmare, a person who we call Karen. These are the Karen Chronicles. Why did you do that, Karen? We live in the golden age of complaining on the internet, and that's what the Karen Chronicles are all about. But of course, it's not just women that are Karens. There's also dudes that have that same sort of attitude, and we call them Darrens. And we have a couple of Darrens that are featured today, Mahoney. And the first one here is for a Taco Bell. Like, I understand that you may get bad service at a Taco Bell, uh, but... You kind of expect that if, if you're paying. If you've got a two and a half star Taco Bell, that's a good Taco Bell. This is a 3.7 out of five Ooh, for the Taco Bell. Yeah. Oh, damn. Out of Texas. Uh, Casey said four out of five. They actually got my order right. Unlike the store four <laughs> blocks from my house. Will I drive across town to get the correct food? Yes, I will. Uh, Josie said three out of five. It's Taco Bell. Why do you need reviews? Eat it when you're drunk. Regret it when you're sober. <laughs> I <laughs> know. Uh, I never regret Taco Bell. Ever, Not even whenever ever. I'm sober, dude. Like I swear, it's my it's my comfort food. Uh, this uh, this review from Darren and his grammar is just spectacular. He misspells beans every time. What it, can you say it? How he spells it, please? B e e n s. Beans. Yes. So gave it one out of five stars. Ordered a twelve pack taco, Mexican pizza with no beans, and a plain beef and cheese burrito with no beans. Everything was correct except for the burrito. It had beans on it. It was for my five-year-old granddaughter, and she is allergic to beans. <laughs> she took small bites and is now throwing up. I took a picture of the burrito. I still have the recipe. Thank you, Taco Bell, for making her sick from your beans. You have ruined her day. I better get taken care of for this. I should reimburse fully. We lost all appetite after she got sick on beans. 
<laughs> Could you imagine trying to get reimbursed for some Taco Bell that you was wrong? You'll never get it. You'll never like, get what it. What are you doing? Why? You'll never what, get it. Like, what are you, is your $7 back? Like, what are you, what's the point? It's not $7. I don't know. It's they, like $22 they, now, yeah. but you're never getting a refund. <laughs> and another one here from a Darren, and this one is somehow maybe even funnier uh, because he is reviewing the Marvel Avenger Gamma Grip Hulk Fist, the big green fist. Oh, yeah, those are cool as hell, yeah. And they have great reviews, 4.8 out of 5 stars. Right. Kenzie said 5 out of 5, awesome product. They are big Hulk hands. My son is 4 today, and he loves them. Jessica said 4 out of 5 stars. They are perfect for my 3-year-old. Great product for a great price. Darren W. said 1 out of 5 stars. I got these in the mail, and I wanted to use them immediately. You see, every day when I walk to work, this guy named Jason at the campus bus stop calls me names and says I'm no good. So when I got the Hulk hands, I decided to take matters into my own, or should I say Hulk's hands. I walked up to him with these on hidden behind my back. When Jason was just about to open his ugly mouth, I had, I think a butt munchie owes a guy an apology. Wearing my Hulk hands. I started waving my hands in windmill style punches and Jason just stood there laughing. And now he makes fun of me even more. I hate college. <laughs> He's going to college. Oh my gosh. Best review we've had ever, I think. <laughs> you went with butt munchie and windmill punches. Oh man. Sorry for your luck, Darren. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, Mahoney, I'm not going to lump you in with other Toyota Avalon drivers because I know you have yours because it's all about comfort for you. But uh, for the most part, everyone else that drives a Toyota Avalon is uh, an octogenarian, and you can usually identify them because they're the ones in the Target parking lot that just kind of meander about and really don't really know what they're doing. So pretty much uh, you can put them in two groups, either Lincoln Town Cars or Toyota Avalons, and I just kind of always give them a wide berth. So... Yeah, if if you just pay attention, you'll you'll see it too. But like I said, I'm not putting you in that group yet. But once you move to the villages, then I'll start watching out for your Avalon as well. Take it easy. Love the show. Love you guys. Have a great weekend. Message deleted. There's a Dell Web community with my name on it somewhere. Uh, I'll say I, I you know as a Toyota Avalon owner of when did I buy my car of more than ten years now. Yeah, uh, I did not trade my car in. I kept it. This is the like the first car that I ever bought and took care of like perfectly. Well, and you weren't going to get a ton for it on the trade in any house, so you're like, I'm just going to keep it. And I encourage you to keep it because now you have a crime car. But I will say a owning a car that only old people own is great. Dude, I never old people wa- have it figured out. Yes, like if, they if, do. If you see something, like if you go into a restaurant and it is loaded with people that are 60 plus, 70 plus, like they're not wasting time with bad meals. Nope. They know exactly what they want. You walk in, and there is a group of of senior citizens, and that is the primary customer that they're serving. That place is going to be dope. Going to be good food. Mm -hmm. They're there at 4 p.m., which when I started eating dinner. There's nothing better than 4 p.m. At 4 p.m. dinner. Oh, yeah. Like, going not even just at home, but, like, let's go out. Like, there's places that, like, I don't even want to go to dinner if dinner, if they don't open until 5 p.m. for dinner. So my favorite thing, and I mean, don't take this as a knock, like your company's not good, but yeah. my favorite thing about going to dinner with Mahoney and his wife is that it, uh, 
there's never a conversation about, hey, should we go to a 7 o'clock or 7.30 or 8 o'clock dinner? Mm-hmm. Or it's a 10 all, o'clock dinner? It's always like, hey, can we go to a 3.30 dinner? See, that's the yeah. problem. possible. <laughs> that's the problem. So you guys have each other, cause, and you know, obviously, what we do for a living and how early we wake up. Everyone in my life legit does not understand a 4.30 dinner. Well, that's no because one. you have friends that are too young. <laughs> You, you have need, friends in their twenties. Uh, yeah. you you you're twenty-eight. You need to I'm ditch 32. your brand new fiance and start dating somebody. He's thirty-six. In their eighties. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need to find, a, find 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 another gentleman <laughs> who has a, a Toyota Avalon. Yeah. <laughs> and you will be able to go to dinner at three thirty p.m. That's uh, right. I, I mean, I'm not necessarily pining for a three thirty lunch. Um, Lunch, dude. If lunch was at three thirty, sometimes I, I eat I would lunch die. at three thirty. I would die. I would die of hunger. I have starvation numerous times. Gone to eat with Mahoney, and we have gotten there too early for happy hour. <laughs> and, and we're there the for only dinner. Ones sitting yeah. there, probably too. Yeah, yeah. yeah always you get great service. Yeah, yeah. You're not in the rush. Please leave a message after the tone. What movie director style do you find most captivating? I love Wes Anderson's film. Message deleted. See, but I feel like Wes Anderson is definitely for the artistic, like, uh, film geeks. Very art house. It is very art house because every time I watch or attempt to watch one, I'm like, this is too, this is doing too much for me. I know that it serves a purpose for a certain, like, genre of people. I'm just not that genre. Yeah, big dumb action for me. Like, you you can just make it simple. Like, James Cameron obviously does a lot of, like, over-the-top stuff, and I like his work quite a bit, but Steven Spielberg is probably the pound-for-pound goat for me. I mean, one of the all-time greats, for sure, but for me, uh, Coen Brothers. Oh, I love a Coen Brothers film. I I just like Tarantino. I mean, I always like a Tarantino movie. There's never been a bad Tarantino movie. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, hasn't. I've come around with Tarantino. I didn't used to like his style. I but just thought it was too heady. He is a little heady, too. Yeah. They can, he can shorten his films up a little no, bit. Yeah, tighten up like, a little bit. you know, Scorsese and Christopher Nolan. Like, enough with these three-and-a-half-hour movies. I don't know, man. That new Scorsese movie looks awesome. The Blood of the Flower Moon or with whatever. With Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It looks great because I can watch it from home and pause it. You did, so, <laughs> no, we watched Oppenheimer, You came, which was a Christopher Nolan film. You, I, I'll give you that. Girl. That was one of the very few films I've seen recently in theaters that was long that I didn't feel antsy. And when you're talking about, Because it's not stop dialogue but it was an action there wasn't hours. like like action it was just there was, it was no just very well. it was just intense the uh, only time that there was silence and what felt like some sort of uh, b-roll action was the was, bomb, was the bomb. Yeah. yeah that was it spoiler alert there's a bomb <laughs> audrey welcome back Sorry, this message is a little bit late, but I was traveling and had a bunch of meetings and stuff. So first chance I've gotten to comment. Uh, Audrey, congratulations on the engagement. Oh, my gosh, that was so wonderful listening to you describe that on the air. The other day, I could just hear the joy in your voice. Congratulations. That's from the heart. Um, I also love the description of your outfit and uh, the little bit of uh, baggage hanging out the back. And I just got to ask, Commando? Hope you guys have a great day. <laughs> Message deleted. No, man, I wasn't commando. There was like, there, if I, if one gust of wind would have happened. It would have been game over. It was such a heartfelt message that just went pervy real quick. No, it's it's a a fair question. I mean, she was talking about how her whole booty was out. Like the photographers were like, hey, man, can you uh, you bag that up a little bit? (laughs) On an awning. But there's a difference, you know, like a birthday dress is like you want to, you wear something that makes you feel good about you. Like, you you know, about yourself. And, you know, 
you do you, yeah. you know? Hey, you look great. Like, you know what? It, it, the dress could have been even shorter and you can pull it off. It like, was so funny because as we were like walking through the streets of Rome, I don't dress like that often. I mean, usually, well, okay, let me backtrack. I've here. never seen you in heels that high. No, those that, were like four and a half inches. That was like, uh, that, like when you sent us the picture of the engagement, I was like, this is cool, but like those shoes are wild. Yeah. Like they, they look great, but I mean like. So the shoes wrapped up my ankle and I felt like I needed to create uh, more as much clothing as I possibly could. <laughs> so the shoelaces or whatever you want to call them on the heels, they're not shoelaces. The wraparound yeah. that went up my leg, I felt like kind of created some closure between butt cheek and ankle. It was very <laughs> appropriate because you're right outside of the Colosseum in Rome. You just look like a very hot gladiator. Oh, actually, that's so true. <laughs> yeah. I could have stomped on someone with those things. Absolutely. Dave at Ed Mahoney. So I don't know what happened to the friendly skies, but they're gone now, right? I mean, that used to be a thing. We've talked about it many times over the years on this show where you know, people used to get dressed up to go on flights. Like, mm-hmm. it, was a, it was a thing. Like, if you were able to afford air travel, like, that was a big deal. I was taught growing up that you dress for two occasions, and I'm not really quite sure why. Maybe we can break this down as a team here. But my mom always told me, you dress for two things when you're going to the doctor's office and whenever, unless you're, like, really sick. But you dress for the doctor's office and you dress for the airport. And that could just not be further from the truth. I mean, when it comes to how people actually act and dress now, like you roll into the doctor's office and everyone's wearing their pajamas. Pajamas. And same thing on airplanes. Haven't showered. Yeah. You're gross. I mean, the, I mean, basically, when you think about how airports and air travel has uh, just de- just evolved over the years, I, I think I think it, I, I, I do believe like the TSA has played a part in that because yeah. taking off your belt, taking off your shoes, if you're not TSA pre-checked, you're like, why am I going to wear why anything? Why am I unclothing myself yeah. for TSA? Yeah, it seems ridiculous, but it's gotten to the point now where we're seeing so many flights that involve fecal matter. You oh. know, we saw that one that was really bad, so foul. where the. That, that you know, poor individual just had explosive diarrhea and ran straight down the aisle of a packed plane, and, just pooping everywhere. Well, somebody called in one of our listeners kind of like vouching for this guy. Well, not him specifically, but people who experience this type of problem saying that it's not really uncommon. Yeah, but I mean, oh boy, like that's rough. Like when you're, and then Mahoney, you and I had that instance on that Southwest flight where that girl went up before the plane took off, clearly had taken a number two, had not flushed it. And the flight attendant called her up to the bathroom at the front of the airplane and made her flush her turd down the oh toilet. Oh, my I mean, gosh. one of the most embarrassing things ever. I mean, that is just ice cold. And then now we have, you know, the adult diaper, I believe, from last week that it shut down the thought flight. It was a bomb. Was a bomb. thought it was a bomb. And now we have this one. This is over uh, in, in Europe. So this is a, a little island off the coast of Spain, and the flight was going back to London. I guess this easy jet flight uh, was having some issues uh, with getting off the ground, and so they were kind of stuck on the tarmac for a while. Oh, no. And they think, they don't know for sure, because uh, what they do know is that somebody defecated on the bathroom floor, and they think that somebody did it out of protest. Really? <laughs> they were mad. the bathroom's right there, man. Like, there's no way yeah, you like, just, like, crash. You didn't make it all the way to the bathroom and then, like, not make it into the toilet. Well... Oh, no. Proximity were, effect oh. is a real thing, people. Uh-huh. Did we not remember what happened to me at that uh, that Hilton Garden Inn? So, but here's the thing. If that were the case, why clean. would you be facing the opposite way as you're taking your pants off? I mean, you probably would have tried to clean it up, too. But, I mean, the Oof. problem is... The no, problem- it, this, this was a protest poo. Did, so, did they end up taking off, though? No, no, it ruined it. They had to stay 
on the island for another night because somebody intentionally, they think, crapped on the plane floor. Do you think that they like try to shame everybody? Who did this? Raise your hand right now. Like, if nobody, if we, if you guys don't tell us who did this, we're not going anywhere. And then, you know what? Nobody snitched. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. You know the songs, but can you name them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. So we have got some pretty incredible cover songs for you today. Some of them have a low amount of views. Like, for example, one only has 22 views. Hmm. We have another one that we're actually going to start with today that has 746,000 views. Dan is on the phone with us to play a round of Cover Your Ears. Are you ready, Dan? I'm ready. Excellent. Kind of pause there. I don't know. Always makes me nervous. Oh, boy, Dan. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. Let the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. Good luck to you. If you need a couple lifelines, they are available. Here we go with number one. I see what they're trying to do there. I don't know how that got 746,000 views, but there you go. Uh, Dan, do you know it? Uh, Queen, under pressure. Yes, sir. Very confident answer there. Love it. You're on the board with one. Here we go on to number two. Lifeline still intact. This one has 16,000 views from Mac Glocky. Ew. What? Mm hmm. So Matt Glocky is just a bootleg <laughs> system of down? No, no, no. This guy's real talented. Really? He does a lot of uh, lot of artists, a lot of songs as other artists. So that oh. was his system of a down version of that, I assume? Okay, interesting. That's really good. Also, I would like to, to point this out, Dave. Mahoney and I turned up the volume on this at the same exact time. You were, we're into like, it, oh, huh? Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> Dan, good. do you know that one? Yeah, not a clue. <laughs> yeah, not a clue. All right, so I can I can help you out here. Do you want to tag in Mahoney? Uh, one of the uh, again sounded like System of a Down, mm-hmm. but uh, one of the things they were singing about was a rock lobster. Mm-hmm. That is the B fifty twos and rock lobster. Yes, sir. So can I admit something right now? The yeah. only reason why I really know that song is because of Family Guy. <laughs> Family Guy did a little uh, snippet of that, and uh, it was the music in the background that would have helped me today on that. Okay, so uh, on the board with two points, Mahoney is burnt as a lifeline. This next one only has twenty two views. Here we. Everyone's looking to see if it was you. Everyone wants you to put through. Everyone's hoping it all work out. Everyone's waiting. I'm gonna stop it right there. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> All right, Dan, do you know it? Uh, Loverboy, working for the weekend. Yes, sir. Excellent. 
Three for three. Audrey still available as a lifeline. You just need one more point, and you're going to win this thing. 84,000 views on this one. And again, you can get the victory right here. And you love rock and roll and cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, for the win, do you know that one? Nah, beyond it being so hard to hear and, and kind of sounding really bad, uh, yeah. no clue. I, I don't think Audrey's going to be able to help no, you on that one. I'm so sorry. We'll, we'll, we'll take an L there. It's all right. That was Personal Jesus by Depeche Mode. Oh, no, wow. it wasn't. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I that was Depeche tough. Mode. That was tough. That was a tough one. Okay. It's all right. We still okay. we still have one more to go, and you can still get the victory right here if you can nail this one. 89 views on this bad boy. Here we go. I don't want to miss one kiss. I just want to be with you right here, just like this. I just want to hold you close. I feel your heart so close to mine. Oh, no. I just stay here in this moment. For all the rest of time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, That's a bathroom. A bath. She's yeah, in a bathroom. For sure she is. Okay, Dan, for the win, are you seeing the same thing with Liv Tyler crying while talking to Bruce Willis? <laughs> I was not. That one actually sounded familiar, but, boy, that was bad. I, well, good thing I got gotcha. you. Yeah, Audrey not, can come in here for the win. coming up with it. All right. Audrey? And I don't want to miss a thing. Aerosmith. There you go. And I wasn't oh, yeah. imagining that, Dave. You weren't? No, I was imagining this woman singing to her shampoo bottles. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Mahoney, I feel like you would be really good at a job like this because you are just fine being hated. Audrey, I don't think that you would do so well because you like to be liked. I do. It's kind of an aspiration of mine to be liked by everyone. And whenever that does not hit, oh, oh my God. Mahoney, on the other hand, just wants to get paid. Just F you pay me. <laughs> but, I mean, that's kind of the story with Roger Goodell, right? Like, he is the he's the flanker. He's where, a punching bag. He is, and it, intentionally, and he knows it. He leans into it. Every time he walks out onto the stage at the NFL draft, it has become an annual tradition to just boo the hell out of Roger Goodell. And I get why. Like, it's cringy how he's out there, like, dapping it up with all the players, trying to act like he's cool, too, and he's not. But he doesn't need to be cool. He is the guy that keeps... He takes all of the heat for the owners. Which yeah, I mean, is exactly he's the guy he's who keeps, you know, you've got billionaires out there who want to try to keep their image clean. Jim Irsay, we're looking at you. Robert uh -huh. Kraft, Jerry Jones, we're looking at you. Uh, and some of those guys are such dirtbags, I mean, too, they're man. all dirtbags for Jim, the most Jim Irsay's part. in his affliction shirt crashing into ditches while pilled out. You know, it's like... That's pretty bad. You know, Robert Kraft getting busted at a rub and Again, the place. only one. <laughs> what? The only one I like is Mark Davis. Yeah. Driving around in a minivan with a homemade haircut, just living his life, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's 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 the one that I like. But Roger Goodell makes $63.9 million a year to be one of the most hated men in professional sports. Actually, not even one of the most. Probably the most hated person in professional sports, which is also kind of surprising, though, because... You know, the NFL's going pretty well right now. 
When you think about like overall, it's in a good. It feels like it's in a good place. Well, with all of the shifting landscapes of you know just how media has changed, how consumption of sports has changed, yep. and all media, the NFL is an absolute kingpin, right? I mean, you talk about the amount of attention that the NFL gets every single season, and because Roger of Taylor Goodell. Swift. I mean, for real though, it's like what could have possibly made the NFL bigger? There was like one person, and it's Taylor Swift, right? You know, and then her showing up, obviously. But it's like it's a cultural and pop culture phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Everything that happens around the NFL, and you're right, Roger Goodell has just signed a new contract. It's going to pay him sixty four million dollars a pay year. Yeah, and the uh, the new contract is now good through March of 2027. And after 17 years on the job, he'll have made $700 million. He went into a negotiation and said, listen, six, $63 million is not cutting it in this uh, in this uh, um, during this time. Inflation. Inflation. Really- <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm having a hard time putting food on the table for, yes. for, for my family right now. So Give me the 2%. See. How much do you think that is per day? Oh, uh, $150,000. Close. $175,000 a rip, day. Dude, that's a crazy. Day. So a great salary every day, every forever. Day. Yeah. Okay. That's Isn't a that a really something? good guess. Why what did nobody like dick. applaud me for that? <laughs> You're so smart, Audrey. <laughs> Thank you. You should be commissioner. Thanks. We like you. Thanks. <laughs> Dave. Dave at Ed Mahoney. Yeah, um... Dave and Mahoney present. Uh, Would you like special curling Fast food freakouts. Shut up and listen to my order. Lori is joining us today for a round of fast food freakouts. How are you, Lori? I'm oh, doing great. How are you? Doing excellent. What is your favorite fast food chain? My favorite fast food chain? It's hard to pick a favorite because they all taste the same, I think. <laughs> I didn't ask you, like, what kid is your favorite. What a like, political just, answer. Pick a, pick a fast food chain, Lori. <laughs> You're not running for president, Lori. You can choose. Burger King. Burger King's good. That's the wrong choice. <laughs> Take it back right now. Hey, some people like flame broiled, Audrey. No, I actually go there for their chicken sandwiches. I know I don't make yeah. sense, but. All right. Uh, so we've got uh, three different fast food freakouts that have all happened in different establishments across our great country in Mahone. Mahoney and Audrey are going to be trying to help you out today. And Mahoney is the expert when it comes to fast food Dave, I'm the world's leading fast food forensic expert. I have been, everybody knows that I've been to every damn McDonald's in North America. But I got a lozenge in my mouth right now. It's causing well, my tongue. Well, take it out. This and is radio. And I got radio. Bell yeah, palsy. You're, you're li- oh, don't bring up your illness. My mouth's still not 100%. Dude, it is your mouth pretty is much 100 fine. It ain't 100%. It's close, <laughs> but it ain't, it ain't there. Uh, but... Many people may know, uh, I have been to uh, Portillo's every day for the last seven days. Have you really? Jeez, <laughs> you're poor butt. <laughs> yeah. All right, Dude, I'm addicted to them chili dogs. Here we go. They're the so fir- good. First one is, for reasons really unknown, this uh, this crazy individual jumps behind the counter and tries fighting really all of the employees basically at the same time. It is chaotic. Okay, Mahoney, you picking so, anything up there? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, th- not a single clue for me. Sure, there was. You didn't hear the beeps? The, the beeps at the very beginning, the I mean, the interval between those beeps, That I think that means those fries are way overdone. <laughs> uh, they were distracted. What do you want? Yeah. What, are, what, what, are, what are our choices? Choices A, Subway, B, McDonald's, C, Carl's Jr. That slash is a yeah, B, McDonald's, for sure. Okay, Lori, do you want to tail Mahoney? And, uh, There's never been that many people on a Carl's Jr. slash Hardee's at once for a brawl that size. Okay, that's Ever. fair. 
And then, same well, with Subway. It sounded like it was full of people. It just sounded so crowded. So I'd have to agree, McDonald's. McDonald's is correct. Well done. Of course, it is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you get the next one right, and you are going to win. Again, there's only three in Fast Food Free Cats. This woman is angry because they messed up her sweet tea order. So Ooh, she... there's nothing wrong, or there's nothing worse than that, though. We get regular ass tea when you order ah, sweet tea. Or too sweet, whenever oh. you want unsweet. Yeah, catch oh. these hands. Dude. So she throws all of her food at the workers and then tries slapping them out. Valid. <laughs> That's What the f***? <laughs> <laughs> One thing I'm going to need these people who are recording to do is get closer. Yeah, you got to get in there. You got to get in there. You, you, or get get one of those, like, micro, road microphones you can clip on. Just, <laughs> yeah, just like toss it in there. Uh, Dave, what did you say she threw? A tea. Well, she threw her tea and all of her food. It was, okay, the, whole, it was okay. the whole bit of it. Uh, is that A, a Wendy's, B, an In-N-Out, or C, a Chick-fil-A? That's Chick-fil-A. A, yo, you think a Chick-fil-A? Well, They don't cuss like that at the but, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. I don't think Wendy's has sweet tea. Yeah, they do. Yeah, sure they do. Do they? Yeah, man. Yeah. Everywhere's got tea. Sweet tea? Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> and they gave her regular ass tea? Exactly. That's mm. a Wendy's move. Mm. Chick-fil-A would never. I'm going Wendy's, personally. Okay. All right. So it was Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, or In-N-Out? It's definitely not In-N-Out. We can eliminate In-N-Out from this, right? Uh, okay. Uh, Audrey thinks it's Wendy's? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. What does Mahoney think? I mean, that's way more Wendy's action than than Chick Fil A traditionally, and I love me some Wendy's, but I just don't think when I don't think Wendy's has. Yeah, sweet man, tea. they have sweet tea. Of course they do. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna go Chick Fil A still. I think the people at Chick Fil A are pretty well behaved. I think. Okay, Lori, it's up to you. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to say Wendy's. You idiots! <laughs> it was Chick Fil A. It was Chick-fil-A. Yeah, Mahoney was right all along. I you hate, I hate are everybody annoying, here. Dave. I hate everybody. Well, I mean, all I was simply saying was that they do have sweet tea. Like, I that, don't know that, if they have sweet tea. Mahoney. They have brisk. Everywhere in America That's has un, sweet that tea. That is a lie. In-N-Out does not have sweet tea. Well, because they're West Coast, and uh, s- sweet tea doesn't exist really in the West Coast. All right, here we go. Final one. <laughs> These customers pissed off a drive through worker by driving back through and then knocking on the window to ask for condiments. And so he responds by throwing everything that he can get his hands on at them. Let's have a listen. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it, bro. Let, let, let go. Do it. Let go. Let go. Keep going at it. Let go. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Keep doing it. Go. Keep going, bro. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going, bro. Just want two barbecue and two ranch. Just want two barbecue, two ranch, man. That's all we asked for. Okay, is that A, a KFC, B, a Panda Express, or C, a Five Guys? Two barbecue, two ranch. That's a hundred percent. That is a hundred percent. The first one. What was the first one again? KFC. It's a KFC. Yeah, it's a KFC. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because it's not a Panda Express, and it's not what the the, the, Five Guys. Five Guys. Yeah. There's no no. barbecue sauce. There's no drive-through. They they do have barbecue sauce at Five Guys, but there's there's no no drive-through. Okay. Lori, for the win or the loss, KFC, Panda Express, or Five Guys? I feel so bad for these employees. I almost want to cry. 
you know, people are treating them so badly, I, I feel terrible. But I would have to say, if they both say it's KFC, I would say I, I, I agree. It got KFC. KFC for the win. She did it. Sometimes some of these workers be acting up, though. Yeah. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. What's your go-to comfort food? Mine's a large bowl of that instant garlic mashed potatoes. No gravy, just potatoes. Message deleted. No gravy, huh? I mean, sometimes you go, I mean, if you don't go gravy, you go butter then, right? All the butter. But go dry as potatoes. See, as a Midwesterner, Mm -hmm. Mahoney, and as a Southerner, myself, if it doesn't have gravy or butter in the recipe of whatever it is, I ain't eating it. I don't want it. It's not my comfort uh, food for sure. In the the words of the great Eminem, mom's spaghetti. Your spaghetti, spaghetti really? comfort food. Really? Yeah, I yeah. would not have thought that, yeah. not even a little Never. bit. Never. You could I've known you for 20 some odd years. <laughs> and well, ne- what would you that, think I would have comfort food cuz I don't really have. You don't like food. I would have thought probably <laughs> steak, a steak. Steak. Yeah, steak. steak. Yeah, yeah, something with red cheese. meat. I mean, carbs and cheese pretty much is oh, comfort. Audrey, yeah. I would think biscuits and gravy. Oh, yeah. Pot, and pot roast. I mean, for me though, it's like when I just want to eat something that I just want to feel warm. Warm and just like not care about anything. I just do the hot, fresh pizza delivered. It's so interesting that you get those sort of feelings from food. Oh, dude, there's oh, nothing that every like, time. Really, I, I comfort ones. I could quit alcohol, tobacco, any sort of drugs. Yeah, all that, like any of that food stuff is your drug. Like, but food, like good food, mm-hmm. greasy food, is food. my is my that's my heroin. Food does for me what I think. People who smell certain perfumes <laughs> get in memory form. Like whenever I think of chili, chili's probably my it's top three comfort for you. Absolutely. Like it, it, I can vividly remember mm-hmm. growing up having chili on the stove or crockpot or whatever. And I've talked about this before. And it's an all day event. You've got football on. You're hearing the announcers. I'm waking in and out of a like a, a nap sort of situation. Maybe the door, the windows, the doors open. open. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool like if, it's giving uh, me yeah. all of those vibes. I'm like waking up, like waiting for lunch or dinner, whatever it is, from the chili factory that's mm-hmm. happening in the kitchen. Like that smell brings back a sp- specific time and place of comfort. Same with what we're saying, like probably for you, Mahoney, like your first pizza that you ever had oh, or yeah. spaghetti for you, Dave. It's that just- reminds me, uh, white chicken chili, which some people argue isn't chili. Definite comfort food. So good. Grapes. Grapes. Wait, wait, grape? In what? wine form. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, what? Does, does that That's a good dessert. <laughs> if you had to rename yourself, what name would you choose? Message deleted. <laughs> that is such a hard question. Mahoney. <laughs> you would choose your name, huh? Like, you guys, do you, I like my name, Audrey. True, true story. I mean, back in the 80s, the name Maverick meant ah. a lot because of Top Gun. Yeah. And so at school, would I, would tell, I would ask girls to call me Maverick. <laughs> I mean, because you would ask See, but this is Top not a, Gun was everything did, back then. Did a girl ever in the throes of passion call you Maverick? <laughs> Never Maverick. once. No. Oh, Never once. Oh, but, Mav. But this isn't oh, a, Mav, that Mr. crazy. Rick. my tower. Oh. <laughs> like I've got the need, the need for speed. Uh, oh, wait, no. Is that the... Oh, that was Top Gun. Uh, <laughs> think of Days of Thunder. This is not a <laughs> Talladega Nights. This is not a uh, that absurd of a question because in radio, like the vast majority of us, early on in our careers, got to pick our names. Yeah, you know, I mean, like in alternative and rock radio, 
back in the day, like it, it was, you know, Mahoney, it's a one word name. It's like sludge, Mahoney, boner, Woody. <laughs> yeah. You were smart. Bone, you, you picked know? a name. Some of us weren't so smart. And No, I did not want to pick a name. Like early on, there's like one of the program directors has like, what if we call you Rocco? I'm like, that's going to age poor. <laughs> Rocco? 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 You are the last person Was in the that world. a man or a woman? Like a that was a man. Was a douche. The way my jaw just hit the floor and looked at you, like if you would have agreed to Rocco, I, I would have no, been Dave very had angry. a great, his I, great, Dave's, Dave's early on radio name was, was phenomenal. It was what, what ADD it? Dave. Oh, it was, yeah. It was ADD, so it was Attention yeah. Deficit Dave. And then the show was called The Disorder. Yeah, that yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Disorder. Yeah, it was like, but, that was a solid, but then you- but then I can't be like, I can't be like a 40-year-old ADD. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can't be- There's a, nothing cute about having an Adderall. Welcome to the Disorder ad- Show. You're just an Adderall I'm 44 decision. with four kids. <laughs> There's 58-year-old rock DJs out there still called Laser. <laughs> yeah. Toxic. Boner. I'm so yeah. glad that I came in in the industry whenever that was phasing out. Like, whenever yeah. they were like, we want you to be a real-life person, your name is fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you, I'm very thankful for that, because if I would have had a pick a name- The 90s and the early 2000s Somebody would have named me like Bambi. <laughs> and I would have shot your mother. <laughs> you would have been like sugar. You guys- sugar. Ew. Sugar. Uh, With an A. Just an A, no R. Sugar. Sugar. Hey, it's your girl, Sugar. Oh, I know it for sure. Oh, cringe. Sugar night. You guys are talking about camel toes, and you said a mammal toes, the male version of a camel toe. Mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you, no, you're wrong. It's called a camel toe for women, and it's called a moose knuckle for men, you know, because it's all bunched up. It kind of looks like a moose knuckle. I've heard both. Yeah, but I've heard moose knuckle also be used for women. Yeah. yeah. That's the, I feel like moose knuckle <laughs> does, is not gender specific. Yeah. It's, it's just it's if, size specific. It's just <laughs> if you're gifted. <laughs> Dave. Dave at Ed Mahoney. Blitz. Glamour. And out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash on Dave and Mahoney. We love some Dolly Parton here at the Dave and Mahoney Show because she is a national treasure out of all of the time that she has spent in the public eye and in the limelight. She's never had any real scandals where it made me think any less of Dolly Parton. She's just always been awesome. Dolly has been, you know, one of the, I mean, you think about people who have massive amounts of celebrity and talent and she has all of that, but then you look at what she's done with it and the amount of charity and goodwill and just trying to make the world a better place. Yep. I don't think there's a lot of celebrities who've made the world a better place, but I do believe that Dolly Parton is one of them. And they were trying to give her, wasn't it like the Nobel Peace Prize or something like that a couple of years ago? And she's like, no, I'm good. You don't have to give me anything. Yeah, most celebrities would die for an opportunity to be honored for their good work. She's just not interested. You know, they're trying to put up statues over. She's like, nah, nah, do that when I'm dead. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, Dolly's just awesome. Valid. Uh, this is interesting, though. She's uh, 77 years old, and she revealed that she has been sleeping in her makeup every night for decades in case of an emergency. So you hear a lot of celebrities who do this. Kim Kardashian is another one. And you can't even compare the two. But, I mean, you've heard her talk about it as well. And I think this just kind of goes to show uh, what kind of emergencies is Dolly, like, prepared for? So <laughs> like, what is somebody she always ready? Somebody asked that as a follow-up. You're like, what on earth could you possibly... Be preparing for her. It started back in the 80s, she said, when she arrived in Los Angeles. She started sleeping with makeup on, partly due to earthquakes... So that way, if she had to run out of her house and there was photographers out there, she would be ready. So she said that she cleans her face properly in the morning before reapplying the makeup to ensure she looks good every day. But she stated she would only leave the house without makeup in case of her 
husband being seriously ill or a serious emergency, emphasizing the importance for her to look a certain way. Which, you know what, if, if she views herself in a certain way and wants to look that way, good for Dolly Parton. You know what, you, no what whatever makes you happy, you do what makes you happy. And obviously, she's found a way to bring happiness to so many people. So my guess is Dolly is doing it right. Somebody else that I'm rooting for, Kelly Clarkson. She seems great. And yeah. you know what, she looks great. Audrey, you've talked about this a lot over the years. The revenge bod. Oh, she's got it. She uh, she went through a pretty pretty nasty divorce with a total loser, and now she's got obviously a very popular show. She's got you know residencies going on, and she's also got a smoking hot body now, thanks to uh, I don't know what she's been doing, but uh, whatever it is, it's working. She's she looking looks busy, man. I mean, she is definitely one of my favorite people on daytime television right now. I think um, she's the best one out she there is for right sure. now. I mean, her Jen- Jennifer Hudson's pretty good. Yeah, and Drew Barrymore is good, but I do think Kelly Clarkson. She's she's is, winning is, right is, now. Is the, is the queen right now. Yeah, and she looks good doing it, too. Good for her. I mean, there's nothing better than just getting rid of, not only we'll say however big that guy was, a 200-pound uh, weight loss of a person, Dude, but was, also feeling good and looking good yeah. afterwards as well. Good we, for her. We've had, the, we've had the chance to interview Kelly Clarkson over the years, uh, you know, just working at different radio stations, and she is a complete pro, one of the nicest people, knows how, I mean, just... So damn good. And, you know, when I was reading the, uh, you know, the details about her divorce and what that douchebag was trying to do to her, it just, man, I have, I don't know if I've, if there's a celebrity who's, you know, going through a divorce that I felt worse for and wanted to like hate their ex more than, than that guy. Like, I'm just glad that she, yeah, Yeah. but uh, you know, I'm really glad that uh, she's doing well, her show's doing well and that she's, uh, she's, she's looking great. And finally, this time of year, a lot of people have their go-to holiday movies. We talked about, you know, Home Alone is a staple, I think, Uh for all of us. Elf, my kids really enjoy that one. The Grinch, the live-action one specifically. But, Audrey, you brought up uh, Santa Claus and uh, the Tim Allen feature, and there is going to be a new Santa Claus. So Disney Plus released a trailer for season two of the original series, The Santa Clauses. So this is going to be in episodic form. I watched the first parts of the first season. I mean, but here's the thing is that nothing is ever going to touch the originals. We saw that with Hocus Pocus this time last year, Hocus Pocus 2. I think everybody just anticipates and clamors for and romanticizes what was. And it's just not going to be that. So you have to adjust your expectations. Uh, the uh, the trailer shows another Santa appearing, claiming to be the rightful Santa who is wrongfully exiled from the North Pole. So uh, there is some hot drama around this particular uh, okay. uh, season of the Santa Claus. But Ooh. if you're looking for some more Christmas programming, there you go. This is Dave and Mahoney. So Audrey got mad yesterday, and that doesn't happen very often. Audrey is a very happy-go-lucky, just-in-a-good-mood type of person, but somebody did something to you that I think is absolutely egregious. My blood was boiling. So I was leaving my apartment yesterday, and I was holding the door open for a woman and her daughter that was exiting the parking garage coming in. And I was like, oh, your hands are full. You know, in that instant, that thought, I was like, let me just open the door for her. And I was like, hi, how are you guys? Hope you're having a good day. She just deadpans me, looked at me straight in the eyes and just kept it pushing. And I felt like, I'm not sitting here saying that like I'm owed a hello, but I'm holding the door open for you. The least you could do is like be courteous and just be like a smile or something. I don't know. And you didn't look like disheveled or anything yesterday. I saw you posted a video right after that. You looked you know, like like you normally do. Yeah. Well put together. I put you're a on nice wh- person. You don't look like you're a scammer I'm or you're- mug you, man. Yeah, meth head. You're, you're, you don't have a you don't have an old newspaper. You're not like trying to uh, spray their clean their windshield. But also, <laughs> you know, you're just holding the door, doing something nice, being pleasant. My thought on this also is that's my neighbor. 
Like, I want to be cordial with my neighbors. Nah, man, I'm burning down as soon as that happens. So, but that's the thing, dude. I mean, like, as I was, after I realized it, I kind of was like, oh, okay. And I was like, well, good. I'm glad you're having a great day. Happy to hear it. Oh, you went there? Yeah, I did. You went passive aggressive. I did. Oh. I went full passive aggressive. Oh, or maybe yeah. that's aggressive aggressive. I don't nah, know. Maybe aggressive aggressive. But yeah, so I was you, just Was like, there any reaction to that? No. Wow. Just kept walking. Just kept it pushing. How old was this woman? She was probably mid-40s. Okay. Have you thought that maybe she was deaf? <laughs> I mean, mm. it's, it's a fair thing to think. Okay, right? but her daughter didn't say anything. So what, two deaf people in a two row? Two deaf people, yeah. I feel like that. The, uh, if I saw two deaf people back-to-back, <laughs> that, that would be pretty wild. If you are deaf, do you, like, have deaf kids? Is that how it works? No, Dave. No? You can be know. deaf and have a non-deaf kid. No, I know it's possible, but, like, does... Deafness, and we can talk trash about deaf people. We're on the radio. It's fine. Dave. <laughs> it's fine. It's Dave. <laughs> the one group. Yeah. <laughs> hey, coming one after one us. Group. That's so messed <laughs> up. Not talking trash. I'm just curious because I genuinely do not know if, like, are you more likely to be deaf if your parents she, are deaf? This woman was not deaf. She you wasn't deaf. This, was, this woman was just a straight up hater. She was just being mean. And it's funny because I took it to um, our Instagram at David Mahoney and I posted a poll. Because where else do you, Karen, <laughs> than on the, the internet? <laughs> and I was like, I just need people to rally around me well, at this time of need. <laughs> I was mad for you when I heard this story for the first time. But, you know, there's a lot of, there's like a lot of, there's there's certain types of uh, older women who hate younger women as well. You're young, you're pretty, you know, you seemed like you were you were in a good mood. So it's like, these are things that are just like very, very yeah. off-putting. You're young, to a person pretty, and miserable. Dude, yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't know. I just, maybe, sure. We could say that like, it was an off-putting thing for me to be like, hi. I, t- I say hi and wave to everybody that I see just mm-hmm. because I feel like that's just a normal pleasantry You're to from the do. South. I'm that's from the you, South. Yeah, that's- I wave to everybody. If at least anything, you do like the finger up, like on a, on your uh, steering wheel. Yeah, yeah, like a, hey, what's up? How you up? doing? How you doing? I mean, at bare minimum. And also, the, what I thought too, I was like, even if this lady was having a bad day, can you just fake a smile? Because then you might, I don't know, mess around and have a better day. It's- oh, you're one of those people who look at girls and go, well, maybe you should smile more. Yes. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. So this is an unusual situation. A dude broke into a woman's house, obviously terrifying for her. His name is Daryl Davidson, 39 years old. Uh, he broke into her house by kicking in the front door. Oh, hell no. And once he kicked in the front door... And uh, busted up the door frame. He he sat down on the couch Uh and requested water and something to smoke. Anything. 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 Yeah, really. Didn't commit any crimes, but was rather Well, I mean, he committed a crime by kicking in her door. Well, yeah, but beyond that, like okay. once once he got into the house, thankfully didn't do Nothing, anything else. Like wasn't robbing or attacking yeah. them. Yeah, what just, terrifying! Just terrifying situation. Just some dude just kicking your door down and being I mean, like, "Hey, can I get America, a water?" This is America, though. Smoke? Again, this always blows me away mm-hmm. that like you're kicking in somebody's door at night. Like if you're thinking about a quick way to like become ventilated, you know, that's you know, like any 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 jury in America, like you just open fire and somebody kicks in your doorway on anybody. It could be a grandma, but you don't know it's late at night. It was dark. You're getting off. What a couple of terrible criminals here. They they were calling them cartel kidnappers because I guess there was some connection to the cartel in Colombia or something. What? Uh, they used a Florida Airbnb. They had fake badges, police lights, and they abducted a guy that they thought had information that they wanted, uh, I guess, about their drug smuggling enterprise. 
And so they they kidnap this guy, start waterboarding him. Oh, God. And then realize. Wrong guy. Ah, wrong guy. No way. Yeah, wrong guy. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, so they, uh, they they realize it's the wrong guy. They're like, all right, well, let's get the hell out of here. Uh, they didn't so, even do what uh, I would have thought that they would have done. I mean, the victim was held for witness. 12 hours before they attempted I mean, to use him as bait. Is, you know, yeah, horrible. That's pretty, pretty awful. So they, they attempted to use this guy's bait for their intended victim, discovering that it was actually his co-worker. Whoops, again, wrong guy. Oh, no. But they went through the, pro- the process of having fake badges, getting a Dodge Charger with police-style lights on it. They grabbed this guy in a parking garage, the, the kidnapping. It's just wild. So these guys, after they realize that they have the wrong dude, it fails to work uh, using this guy's bait. They decided they were going to steal a Porsche, and they, again, terrible criminals, crash it just down the street because they don't know how to properly drive. What a bunch of idiots. Yeah, so they, they, the cops at this point had gotten on to what was going on and, uh, and found these guys at the crash site in the Porsche. Oh, my God. Good work, fellas. Did they at least say they were sorry to the uh, individual who was wrongly waterboarded? Uh, I don't believe so. I don't believe so. Hmm. Uh, and finally, we've heard a lot of excuses about people when drugs are found on them. And the classic is, these are not my pants. Well, today I'm happy to report we are now back to these are not my pants. Okay, good. So, Merrick Hamilton, a 47-year-old man, was, was arrested. Uh, Merrick Hamilton or Merrick or Myrick? I don't know. M-Y-R-I-C-K. Uh, he, was, uh, he was arrested after the cops approached him, asked him if he had anything on him. And he said, uh, no, nope, don't have anything on me. And they went, you, you sure about that? Uh, they found a blue cut straw with white residue. Uh, two burnt pieces of tinfoil that tested positive for fentanyl, one clear bag with a crystal-like substance, and a uh, clear corner cut of another bag. And when he said, they said, well, why do you have all this stuff? And you just told us you didn't have any drugs on it. He said, not my pants. Not my pants. I mean, Dave, it, 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 a cla- it's a classic for a reason. Yeah. Prove it. Are those his pants? How can you prove that those are his pants? That's right. That because- any lawyer with their salt will get this man off. This is Dave and Mahal. Please leave a message after the beep. Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, hi. So, back to this whole NFL thing. Will somebody please explain to me how just earlier this year, Marshawn Lynch gets pulled over. Not even pulled over. He wrecks his Shelby loses a complete wheel and tire, then gets dragged out, body camera footage showing him getting dragged out by Metro. How does he still have his endorsements? Like, seriously, somebody explain that to me. All NFL endorsements on that Mars show? Come on now. Message deleted. Because Marshawn Lynch did the right thing. He set the bar very low. Like, even in college, he was stealing the cart for, like, the trainer and driving it around on the field while there's a bunch of people jumping out of the you way. You know what you're getting involved yeah. with when you're getting involved with Marshawn Lynch. He's like, been the same guy from day one. Yeah, like, Marshawn Lynch. faking the funk. No, he's, Marshawn Lynch is a brand in and of yep. himself, and there's almost nothing he can do outside of, you know, hurting somebody like a woman or a yeah. child that he can't get away with because he's Marshawn Lynch. I mean, that, like, yeah, I feel fine. like that goes for any celebrity in any I mean, we could say NFL, but I mean, in any asset See, but of I feel like if sports. you are like a For John sure. Jones and you come out here and you're like, I'm a man of God and you put, pretend to be this goody two shoes when you're just a dirt bag, mm-hmm. th- then people hate you for it. Like I like Marshawn Lynch. Does he give done, him a comeback, though, because what, people in America love a comeback But the thing story. that blew me away about Marshawn Lynch was like, dude, why, he was driving drunk. 
in a you know hundred and fifty thousand dollar car. Yeah, not blew not, out the wheels. Not the like rim clean off. Like where are your boys and where are your guys that are letting you do that? Uh, you on. It was like four o'clock in the morning. He's no, probably, not probably coming. Call. I know, but yeah. still. Outside because we always that. hear about all of these, you know, players. You get get a driver. But also, like, <laughs> th- case in point, there is no consequences. Yeah. Yep. And thankfully, he didn't hurt somebody. Yep. You know, but it's did. a different story if he had. Yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, Dave. Hey, Mahoney. I uh, just wanted to leave a quick message. Uh, y'all were talking about Ozempic, and the boomerang is here. As a diabetic who, who uses Ozempic, there are some times where I get to get my prescription refilled and it is not available. A lot of people using the stuff that they shouldn't. Just wanted to hear your thoughts on it. Thanks. Have a good day, guys. Message deleted. No, that's like the one big downside, right? If there's, It's a drug that diabetics need, but yep. I, I think you're right, Mahoney. The production has ramped up a lot because the demand it's is gonna there be, it's, and it's going to keep it's getting... It's a gold mine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the one downside that we've really heard is that if there's diabetics out there that can't get their hands on the drugs that they need... And well, people I think that's are why you need to price vanity. out people who are doing it for vanity. And I, I mean, think to the they point, tried. They, yeah, I mean, but people are like, "Oh my god, I all I have to do is a thousand dollars worth of these pills, and I'll lose the sixty-five pounds that I've been really trying to to lose for the a, last, you know, thirty years of their lives." But a thousand dollars a month, but it and, seems, there's, and you and you can't get off of it either. That's the other thing. Too, but it's like seemed, once you're on it, it seems like that you know they are you know you got uh, Ozempic, Manjaro, all of those. You know they're moving. They're moving forward with. You know they they found something because it has other qualities that are you know affect addiction that aren't just weight loss. They've been saying well. that it'll break like shopping addictions, drinking, so, smoking. Yeah, it's man. Wild. But I mean, here's I'm the thing: is that I feel to see like the long-term just, stuff on yeah, it. Yeah, they're just really. putting it all in one basket, and I feel like, you know, my brother's type one diabetic, and I just feel like, <laughs> they are just gouged for a living. Yeah. yeah. That's like nuts. for everything, yeah, man. If you, so like if, if you, you were hearing this guy who just called in saying that like I have gone to try and get this prescription and can't because people are vain enough to want to buy it. I mean, and also like insulin and, you know, I well, don't know. Well, we could thank Martin Scarelli for that one. Yeah. You know, the increasing insulin insulin prices by like a billion percent. It's like 6,000 percent, yeah, wasn't it? Pe- huh. Making something that people absolutely need to live, to live. Uh, more expensive <laughs> when the cost of production hasn't gone up. Huh. Thanks. I'm glad that guy spent a, a uh, fair amount of time in prison. Yeah, forever. So. Please leave a message after the tone. What do you think about men that wax, chest hair wax, especially back hair? I think back hair is disgusting. And I think it should be waxed. Message deleted. I think that you need to do as a man whatever your significant other thinks is sexy. Yep, if that wife, is waxing your grundle, then legs up, buddy. My wife does not like me with a shaved chest. She I don't like, like it either. My wife likes it when I'm hairy. I and don't. Whereas mean, I prefer the other way around. I yeah. like like I love it like when I shave my chest. I would. Oh, I, I've been talking about getting laser hair removal for years. I would 100 percent do it if my wife would wouldn't you know find me unattractive. But you're doing what your significant other likes. I mean, Audrey, you you're into Viking like dudes. Yeah. I love it whenever Dustin's hairy. I'm just uh, there's hairy? something about it. Something yeah. about but it just makes about, you feral. So, oh no. Is he hit the pay, is he at the point is he at the point though? Because I, I haven't seen your uh, your fiance shirtless yet. Yet. Um, does Amazing. he have hair on his back? Does he? Yeah, get, he does. Um, I'm gonna say something. Like a, he's on, like let me, a patch. Let me see what time it is. Let me see. What time it is. Okay, he's he's not able to listen. I neared his back before we went to Italy. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> You're a real one. I, I yeah. neared it. And my hands were so soft afterwards. Really? I don't know what it was. I, I don't know like what was burning. It, 
what burned off like all of the uh, like the first epidermic layer of my skin. Do you, but, have, uh, you have hairy palms? Because <laughs> I've, I've heard what causes that. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So Mahoney, do you know the case of D.B. Cooper? Yeah, he stole it was like $100,000, then jumped out of a plane and was never found again. Uh, yeah, so in 1980, a boy found $6,000 of the stolen $200,000 on a sandbar along the Columbia River. And um, interestingly, you know, this, Audrey, if you don't know this story. It's, I do. The FBI has been chasing after this guy, trying to put all the pieces together forever. Uh, but, you know, it's 50 years ago that this happened, but, you know, the, the, the skyjacking, as they're calling it, which I thought was something L- else. A little different than a skyjacking that happens these days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he had just straight up jumped out of an airplane, had $200,000, and a lot of people think he probably almost certainly plummeted to his death. And then He had a parachute, man. Yeah, but, you know. You don't, don't, this man had a plan. These, these people don't know. He, no. he clearly got away. No, I think he splatted. They would have found a splat. <laughs> Oh, not if there's a bear. We hear all these stories about bears. There's lots of bears out there. Could have gotten <laughs> we would have found a splat. <laughs> so there is a guy. His name is Eric Ulis. He lives in Phoenix, and he is now suing the FBI oh. because he wants to get key evidence that they have been holding on to. And he's saying that if he gets that evidence, he thinks he'll be able to solve the case. But Fuck. there's been a lot of people that are these, you know, kind of like the bounty hunter types that have been trying uh-huh. to figure this thing out yeah. for the last 50 years. And... You know, this this guy was five years old when the plane jacking happened. He demands that the Bureau uh, hand him this information, and they've just said, um, no. Yeah, because, like, what? why do you feel like you were entitled to this information? I'm, I'm confused. So I guess he's demanding that the Bureau, they, there was, they found, like, a black clip-on tie that was left behind on the aircraft, and he's saying that if he can get DNA samples off of that, that he might be able to tie this all together. There was what, a, but, why does he, who, what is this guy? Why does he think that he he's just to trying DNA? to get his name out there? And also, he, there was a guy a couple years ago on his deathbed who left a, a note, you know, admitting Saying to, that he was D.B. Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. So it's like, Settle down, bro. So you really think D.B. Cooper got away and then just left a note that said, hey, it's me, D.B. Cooper? Yeah. And also, I mean, <laughs> I mean I, yeah. Hey, it's me. <laughs> I, I got away. Uh-huh. Uh, but, you know, in, in this day and age, I mean, $200,000, you're like, Well, That's... no, but 50 years ago, that was, you know, a couple no, I million. It. I get it. Yeah, it's just it's just kind of wild. You could buy a house for a nickel, man, 50 years ago. <laughs> That's guess, crazy. Really? Right, yeah. When you, when, you, when you look at how much your grand, great-grandparents paid for their house, yeah. you're like, $1,000. You, if it was 1200 bucks and you got the upgrades? For real, <laughs> yeah. man. $30,000 and it sold three, you know, you know, for $3 million. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's crazy. I mean, I just don't, I again, I just don't get what this guy's, uh, where he thinks that he's deserving to get all of this evidence no, from I mean, the FBI. Yeah. What? Also Who good, are you? What do you lu- do? Good luck suing the FBI. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show.